Hello everybody, welcome back to Robot Tech. My name is ScouterSwan5, and today, of course, we have uh, my co-host, Beskar Snake. How is your day going? Well, not too bad, you know, just living life, getting ready to uh, do some uh, robot attacking. Yeah, yeah, you changed rooms. I like it. I, I did. I used. To, I used to be over there. Oh, wow. oh. <laughs> you, you, you could. Oh, so the windows Rose. to the left, to the left the windows, of you. Windows right there. Oh, yeah. Big. Yeah, we got a little little rotation. Look at look, love look it. at you. I love it. <laughs> something Obviously different. not not fully set up yet. So but. Well, I like it. Something different, and don't have to look at a at a hallway of doom. Uh, or well, room of doom. Uh, so it's 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 a nice it's nice. Nick, I'm gonna ship you like this like big logo. Well, this this little thing was a giveaway a long time ago, but uh, this sign right here it says Scatterstone Five. Welcome back to Robot Tech. And I did it as a giveaway because I made three of them, and I forgot what happened to the second one. But uh, <laughs> regardless, like somebody you know won it, and I sent it to somebody. But I'm like. You know, I should have merchandise, merchandising, merchandising, where the real money from the podcast is made. Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, you're welcome for that reference. <laughs> Nobody will get it. It's fine. Um, comment, comment below if you understand. Yeah, I was gonna say comment below. Um, and I so, appreciate you. Yeah, you're welcome. So, uh, you know, I feel like I should send you like a ro- welcome back to Robot Attack. Thing in the back, you get a lot of white space. It needs to be filled. Yeah, we, we need some some fill in there. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, so, if you're new to this, uh, me and Best Car Snake talk about game and uh, video game topics. And let's just start off with the bat right away. Um, it's uh, six eighteen. Um, I'll give you seven minutes. Go. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume One uh, Game Set and Match. We'll catch you next month, everybody. <laughs> That's it? I gave you seven minutes and that's all you give me? For Metal Gear Solid? Hey. hey. What is... Who are you? Who am I... That's all you need. Who am I talking to right now? Is this Beskar Snake? (laughs) Let me check. Yeah? Okay. Uh, No. um, As as anybody who's ever listened to any one of these, or ever heard me speak, or in any capacity, um, one of... A very great moment in recent years for all Metal Gear fans uh, happened within this last month and they re-released Metal Gear Solid, uh, sorry, Metal Gear Metal Gear 2, Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3 uh, in one collection so it is now on multiple platforms um, there's, it, it's kind of mixed in the Metal Gear community of how they handled it, I won't go into that, um, there's plenty of videos out there from a lot of Metal Gear content creators that they can speak more to that. But uh, it's a great way for anybody who has never played the games and was interested or anything to get a whole bunch of them in one go. Um, You know, it's just a, a, a good collection. You can start chronologically with the original. They offer a bunch of different languages for you to be able to play in. Um, like I know that for uh, a couple of my playthroughs of Metal Gear Solid 1, I played the original Japanese version, 
um, which I've never had the opportunity to play before, never taken the opportunity. Mm. So it's just really kind of interesting and fun that it, it brings it to that many more people. You know, they have, uh, there's, you know, German, Japanese, uh, French, I, you know, I think there's some other some other languages in there, but just to, to help get Metal Gear, uh, Metal Gear and Metal Gear Solid out to more platforms, into more people's hands, um, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, PC, you know, there's there's hope. I know we've talked about this, and other people have speculated with it being the Master Collection Volume 1, that there is a very real possibility that they are working on a Master Collection Volume 2, um, which, if that is true, and it were to have Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, Metal Gear Solid 4, and Metal Gear Solid 5 on it, potentially other ones, a few of the more obscure ones, um, but the big thing about that and the potential for that is currently Metal Gear Solid 4 is locked to the PlayStation 3. Mm. So the only way to play it without emulation, um, which even some of the emulators, they're getting better, but it's still difficult. Um, the only way you can play Metal Gear Solid 4 is owning a PS3 and having a copy of Metal Gear Solid 4 on that system. Um, so the idea that, and that, that one's my favorite. That's my favorite Metal Gear Solid. That's my favorite game of all time. Um, the, the ability to potentially have that everywhere else, you know, on Xbox, on modern consoles, or modern PlayStation, on the Switch, on PC, all that is, is really incredible news, potential news. Um, so yeah, it, it's... There, there is the excitement of that, but then of course, just being able to relive the Metal Gear games, you know, is is just awesome. Like I said, on modern consoles, it's it's great. You know, because before, for like twenty four hour streams and everything, if I wanted to play all of them, I was I was stuck on the PS three, and you know, just kind of had to sort of skirt some things, had to run the digital emulation of Metal Gear Solid 1 on there and then go to the HD collection to play 2 and 3 and then move to the physical disc for 4 um, so having something where you could potentially just have 2 discs or even just 2 digital files to jump in and just play these games back to back to back if you wanted to do that is is huge, is absolutely huge for the Metal Gear community um, <clears throat> and you know, you take the, the, the good with the bad, uh, some of the issues that people have been having with the collection, they've been patching. Um, there is actually just a, another patch release today, um, kind of on that road to potentially making the, the experience better for everyone. But mm. yeah, overall, I couldn't be happier. Um, there's finally PlayStation trophies for Metal Gear Solid 1 for the first time ever. Uh, and, and for Metal Gear, you want to get Gear all of two. them. Uh, I am actually currently one trophy <laughs> away from getting the platinum for Metal Gear Solid One. Yeah. Um, the the most tedious part of that is is the VR missions, which is the last one that I have because there's I don't even remember how many VR missions there are, but there's a lot that you've got to beat. Um, but yeah, really close on that. And yeah, I uh, 
can't wait to get done with this so I can get back to gaming because uh, someone drugged me away from it because they're, um, you know, they are who they are. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, I'm surprised I got you in for a podcast because I was, <laughs> I was half expecting like. I, I made this joke earlier with Beskar. I was like, "Man, I'm I'm lucky if I'm gonna make an appointment to schedule a podcast with him because <laughs> I'm gonna take an hour away from him, not playing Metal Gear Solid, and he, you know, you haven't tweeted in like a month. You haven't. I'm surprised he streamed on game day because it's like I, don't know, I was expecting Metal Gear Solid. I, I was trying, <laughs> but but I, I didn't I didn't plan well enough, and it had been a while since I had streamed from. The, the PS5 on PC, so I didn't I didn't bring the right equipment for that. Uh, I seriously considered on another monitor playing the Master Collection as we were recording this, but I thought I'd, I'd you know be nice and give you my undivided attention. Hang on, I appreciate it. Boss yeah, I was, I was saying you have it on the background, like I I, I, I like, yeah, Scouter, I yeah, we're that. good, we're good. But um, we're good. but yeah, so so my month playing games was obviously mostly Metal Gear Solid. Um, as Scouter mentioned, it was game day for Extra Life, and oh my god, uh, can we please talk about Counter-Strike? Jesus Christ, can we? <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm done. Sorry, thank you. That is, thank you for your time. Uh, I even, don't know what game he's talking about. I've never heard of this. Even game. Jabberwocky's like, what the heck? <laughs> um, oh my god. So, me and uh, we discovered. Well, I'm sure other people have discovered. Me and Beskar Snake uh, played. Um, if you guys don't remember, together we play, we streamed Counter Strike together. Um, one of our favorite games in Counter Strike is Gun Game. Where if you're not familiar with Counter Strike, who are you? But second of all, if you're not familiar with Gun Game, which I understand that one is, um, you, you kind of start off. They used to do. You start off with a low gun, uh, like a pistol or whatever, and you kind of, every certain amount of kills, let's just say one kill for this example, every one kill you get, you advance up to a different gun, whether it's a like semi-automatic or it kind of moves up until I think the last one is a grenade or knife, depending. Let's just say a knife. You gotta knife somebody, which is pretty hard to do. Um, if you knife somebody, you actually level up two levels. But anyways, um, they 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 got rid of that in Counter Strike Two. That's just updated recently. So uh, maybe me and Beskar Snake haven't found it, or I know you spent a little time digging a little bit, and I I, I keep seeing updates for Counter Strike Two, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god! So maybe down the line, uh, it looks it's nice. It's a popular enough mode that... Because I remember playing what I believe was the original gun game in Counter-Strike. I think it was Source. It might have been in 1.6. No, I think it was in Counter-Strike 1.6. But, you know, I remember playing that. And now, you know, it's... There's gun game in Battlefield. There's gun game in Call of Duty. Um, You know, it's just... It's made it into all these other things. So I would be really surprised if if they don't end up getting it back... I read a little bit about it, and I think it has something to do with Gun Game was originally, like, I don't think it was a mod, but I think it was, like, a community-created thing, mm. and not all of that has made it over into Counter-Strike 2 yet, Okay, I think. I don't quote me on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, so, so I, it sounds like there is hope <laughs> yeah. that it, it is going to show up 
in Counter-Strike 2. Um, quick side note, I will say, in Battlefield uh, 2042 um, is the most interesting version of gun game that I've seen, because in that game, they do a lot of modes, and you can play, like, sort of older Battlefield maps and everything. And I played a gun game a few weeks ago where you started out with, like, World War II weapons, and the further you progressed, you got into more modern weapons. So you just kind of, like, sort of went through the chronology of Battlefield. And I was like, that was that's a really neat way to do it. You know, you start out with, like, a an M1 Grand or something, mm. and then eventually you're in, like, a... You have, like, a, a futuristic AR or something like that. And it was just a, kind of a neat little spin that I had never really seen before in gun game. But yeah, no, we were I was I was scrambling on game day looking for that because I was trying to round out my, my yeah. couple hours uh, playing that. But literally I launched the game, I was like, yeah because originally it wasn't I didn't wasn't familiar with what Counter Strike two was. I was like, is it a new game? And I guess we should have talked about this, but like I wasn't like really uh, like aware. I was like, is this a new game? And uh, like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Counter Strike has an update, and now it's Counter Strike two. I'm like, oh, cool. I don't have to pay for nothing. I'm like, great. So yeah. I'm like, and then as soon as I launched it, I'm like, okay, because it looks aesthetically pleasing. It looks really nice. They done. I will say they done a great job. Uh, I'm sure you could attest to, like, the menu system, and, like, it's just easier to buy mm-hmm. yep, yep. a gun. Uh, there's normal Counter-Strike is you just buy, you set amount of money that you buy certain weapons for and pretty much play until everyone's dead, or whoever is the team wins. <laughs> uh, well, basically everyone's dead on that team. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the money gets reallocated, but basically... It was just way easier to like to do, um, which I'm oh, sure yeah, the, you could the, attest. The quality to. of life changes are, are much better. I didn't dig into it too much. Yeah, me neither. But yeah, you you can just see it a little bit better, a little bit nicer. Um, they kind of spell it out. And just it's a little bit easier to kind of if if you're playing. I've I haven't played ranked Counter Strike in years, um, but it seems like if if you need to kind of sort of plan out what you need to buy as quickly as possible it seems like you can see that a little bit quicker and make those decisions a little bit easier like you can see oh i can afford two grenades this that and that because you can just kind of see it all laid out i liked the old menu because it was just kind of fun with the like sort of pie wheel in a sense but as far as like you said ease of use or getting new people in it's a little bit easier to just digest and and go from there so yeah no i i think like i said i haven't dug too too far into it i only played maybe like an hour or so of it um but yeah so far i mean like you said it looks great it it handles like counter-strike if you've played counter-strike before you're not gonna go what is this game i've never (laughs) i've never played this i don't know what's happening um but no it's 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 fun fun i want to get back to it but i really want to get gun game back in. yeah i i'll come back when gun game's back and we'll do a rematch or something i did play the regular matches and i was just like i'll come back to you <laughs> i'll come back <laughs> but i literally just un- uninstalled it because they're just giving too many updates right now and i'm like i, I yeah, cannot uh, they're like giving like an update every week and it's ridiculous um <laughs> man uh 
anyways, um, real quick, I, I just wanted to say a few things I played this month. Uh, so Sea of Thieves has uh, come out with season 10. Uh, they delayed, I don't know if we talked about this, but we de- they delayed it um, pretty much earlier this month or last month, kind of in between. Regardless, they, it just came out, which um, a lot of people it fell short for um because they delayed it and um which i don't understand why people are mad but i'm just telling you the news uh it is what it is uh i i don't i mean from it being delayed a lot of people were disappointed with the season 10 update um they a lot of the because i do follow sea of thieves community a little bit uh they do uh i think their like main concern was like um cheating in that game which uh is tend to have but that's with any game but like i feel like there should be a better reporting system like in fortnite uh like if i die and i clear clearly cheating it could list who who it was beskar snake uh what the boat was because like i'm not gonna write down beskar snake uh was cheating like um so I'd like to see that, because in Fortnite, when you get killed, you can click, oh, this is a person that killed you, and who eliminated you, here's a team, and that you could report the team if you want, you could report just the person, so I personally would like to see that, but anyways, um, a lot of the community was a little bit disappointed, so me and Unbounded played, um... Uh, sea of thieves uh because also i will say they kind of moved in a little bit of a direction of anti-cheating of in terms of you can now well uh it won't be until december but pretty much next month um it will be you could play calmer seas so if you don't want to be attacked or anything you could play that however you get less money lesser money for it which is for some people, that's great. So, like, me and I'm bound to, like, we just want to play and don't want to, like, you know, obviously for, like, streaming for charity, obviously that's fun to, like, get sunk and that's part of the game. But, you know, like, little just one-off, one-stream events that we don't want to be destroyed. Then probably safe, like, the other day when we played it, um, we played, we just fished. And, and we didn't even, it took, like, an hour to get to just fishing because we wanted to go to an island but we got spawned with uh skelly skelly boats so uh that would have been nice to not interact with that because you basic they'll chase you forever basically um so easier to explain but um yeah a little bit disappointing there are guilds now so like you could join my guild and kind of raise the the guild a reputation i guess um so that's kind of cool i don't know what it does i'm not sure if we get more money i don't know just everyone yeah. anyone could join it and it's it's kind of nice um and then people could sell your boats so if they don't have a galleon they can sell your boat if they wanted um and then uh they added a color for rowboats you could they're colored which is kind of nice but and you could repair them so yeah a lot a lot of Sea of Thieves was fun, and then uh, I will say, I, a lot of, of course, spooky games for October, uh, like Phasmophobia, um, and stuff like that. I And, uh, oh, I, also, Fortnite has, has went back to Season 1, 
of the map and the guns and basically everything else basically as it was launched which is kind of different for me <laughs> but i was like too unbounded i'm like what why why like what is this well welcome to season original season one of Fortnite. i'm like oh my mm-hmm. god like what is it like there wasn't so i know eventually they'll get back to like what it was recently so uh it's just nice to like actually see the original like gameplay and like mm-hmm of Fortnite, but even though it's not for me and maybe not for everyone else but like the uh, loot llamas which is uh llamas that just go around uh they they hop around in modern Fortnite, and back in the day they just stayed there and you could just pop them so uh for that example also like they'll drop loot crates to the sky and now re- before that was they're just in the ground so like quick you know quick little update for that so sorry about that um what else <laughs> i can't think of a play backyard baseball <laughs> oh dang i know we've talked about that <laughs> yeah i that's I, going way back i know like i i, I just like put it in my because i still for some reason still have my computer as a cd drive because why not and i was like you know what Backward back backyard baseball. Let's do a new season. So I've been kind of been playing that. Um, and uh, yeah, I just uh, oh new ga- new one that I kind of picked up on. Uh, it's called Strange Brigade, um, which I think it's it's. Let me see how much it is. It, I don't think it's very that. Like, whoa, that's loud. Uh, I don't think it's. Oh, it is fifty bucks. Holy crap. I thought it was way cheaper than that. Okay, it is a little bit expensive for what it's worth. I will be honest with that, but it was fun. I liked the. It was kind of like um, it's kind of like an easy puzzle, uh, uh, Indiana Jones esque game uh, where you kind of uh, do. There are puzzles, but they're kind of pretty easy. They're you know you do have to think a little bit, but they're not like so advanced that you're like. I'm spending five hours trying to figure out this puzzle. Like, it's literally like, okay, um, these are the symbols for the door, and then over here, here are the, like, here's the symbols, and this is the answer. So you just gotta find, like, that answer of... So it's like that... It's literally that simple. But then... So, but scorpions come by, and it is is a fun game. Um, I would would maybe wait till it's on sale to buy it, because it's definitely not worth 50 bucks to be, in my opinion but it was it was pretty fun so i'm uh i was excited to play that um and and can i get a can i get a small little snippet of resident evil 4 got a nominated for game of the year on playstation can i can i say that okay that's out of the way um yoke <laughs> there are way too many games that got snubbed for Resident Evil 4 to even have any anywhere close to that. I mean, I know I've talked about it before, but most awards, in my opinion, are just nonsense because there's so many things, whether it's movies, games, music, whatever, so many things that come out that to really boil it down to five or six things that, oh, these are the greatest is already kind of, eh. And then to have, you know, uh, I know there's been a couple years, like, 
where you've had one one game win multiple different awards but then they, it doesn't win game of the year and it's like wait a minute did it really earn those other awards and not be game of the year or is there something you know whatever but i won't go too much more on that yeah, i mean anyway I, I i agree i mean literally for well the golden was it the golden globe award gold uh they won that but i know that there's game of the like the like game awards which is a little bit different if i'm not mistaken yeah. but yeah i mean i do agree like resident evil is nominated for four categories i mean as much as i love resident evil i'm like okay pick one like please like as much as i am a resident evil fan they're like so you got four chances of winning one of those things like <laughs> and even even i know some of the indie people were like was it dread? Oh, oh, that's a. Ooh. <laughs> I think uh, dread. Was it dread? No, it's um. Of course, now I'm I'm completely blanking. Um. Uh, a lot of people were upset on the indie game because it was oh, like one goodness. of the multi-million dollar companies mm-hmm. on there that's mm-hmm. developed. I think it's dread. Dredge. Why is this playing? Please stop playing. <laughs> uh, where is it? Where is it? But uh. uh Oh, yeah. Dave the Diver. Dave the Diver. Correct. That's yes. it. Dredge, oh. I, th- I think, is nominated. Is but, nominated, uh, yeah. But yeah, Dave the Diver, that... That is, a, like, a, someone posted, like, that's a multi-million dollar company, and that's in the indie game. Like, Yeah, that that's indie. Indie, apparently. Like, <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw a... Um, somebody did a, a chart where they had kind of like the, you know, good, neutral, bad sort of chart. I don't remember what it's called, but just sort of that setup where you have like you know three six different categories and you just put everything in and the way that they did it was like the bottom tier was i think it was like funding versus aesthetic so you had like really cheap pixelated excuse me cheap pixelated aesthetic with low budget was in one corner and then you had massive budget and game looks realistic in one the other corner so for the way that they broke down that chart, uh, as a joke, they had modern, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 as listed as an indie game in that, you know, huge funding and massive graphics. And I was like, it, it, that was so fitting because, you know, they, they had some other ones in there just to kind of fit the joke. But it, it's like uh, they had for the middle ground, they had Fortnite as an indie game. You know, as again as a joke fitting in there, where that's a massive, you know, multi million dollar right. developer. <laughs> that's not two people sitting in their apartment just coding away, you know, to to put out this game. Like it, it, that's just kind of come on. Like yeah, you you've got you've got to be. You've got to be smart. And I that. I just can't wait to the Steam one. I, it's just like the same thing. I mean. Maybe it's right, but man, I'm just so disappointed in voting every time. It's like, you can't tell me this game didn't win. Like, there's no way. This they. It's like, it's, oh, man, it's like, I don't know if you remember, like, Nickelodeon, like, and they still apparently do it. Nickelodeon's cho- Choice Awards. Choice Awards. It's, like, I just, like, watched it, because, of course, I'm not watching it anymore, but I watched a YouTube video of saying, like, there's no like it's rigged like spongebob has won 
like the most best animated for 12 years or something i'm like you know that makes sense but it's like and they don't allow any other like news new uh like cartoons to come on because it's oh you're not as good as spongebob so guess what (laughs) and like so you know such similar situation on that it's like man uh i'm just done with like I'm done voting for like I'll vote you know for the awards, but that's like man, why do I even? I'm not I'm not gonna even be disappointed anymore if my game doesn't like the game I want to win doesn't win and like you know what? Uh, I think we talked about this last year, probably after the game awards because I know we did that, or after one of the Steam awards, something we talked about after some award game awards show, but like for the game awards at this point. Yeah, yeah, people tune in to see what the the uh, you know the winners are, but oh, yeah. let's be real. For the past, I don't know how many years, it's been about the announcements. Yeah, you know, everybody's looking to see. Oh, what's the new games that everybody's going to showcase? Okay, we're going to see this. We're going to get something Call of Duty, even though it's already out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're we're going to see that. We're gonna we're gonna see. Oh, here's a little snippet for Battlefield. Oh, here's a little snippet for, you know, this, that, and the other thing. But yeah, you know, most people now tune into the Game Awards not to see the awards. They don't even show half the awards. They don't even show a fraction of the awards. Right. You know, they do a quick little 30-second segment and say, hey, these were the nominees. Oh, Tic-Tac-Toe won. Cool, let's get back to the announcements. Right. You know, it, it's become the new E3 basically or you know the new Tokyo Game Show or just some of these other big you know developer conferences but yeah yeah it's to showcase games that have won or whatever but it's really about the announcements you know yeah I mean I to be fair too some of the game like even the Steam like awards like i do do check out like the nominees and do check out the winners like you know what maybe i will check out like the trailer because like it seems like a good game like yeah it's uh, it's not nominated just because like clearly people are sir our people are watching this and you know want to play it so it's like okay maybe i should play it and try to give it a go like modern warfare I'm sure it's nominated without even looking and like um you know like okay that kind of reminds me okay I should look into it I should play it because it seems like a game that I might be interested in so like some of that does for me reminds me of you know hey I should play that or but you know I you know same thing of what you're getting at is like you know gets it it gets those announcements out and yeah so Yes. Yeah, like it, it it mixed in with that talking about the, you know, getting people to for the games that maybe you haven't heard of, maybe you haven't looked at. You know, everybody's heard of Call of Duty. You know, um one of the games I've I've been playing also recently that I forgot to mention, Spider-Man 2. You know, a lot of people have heard of the Spider-Man games. A lot of people have heard of Spider-Man 2. May not know it's out, but, you know, hey, you know, yeah, you might see something and you go, oh, you know what, maybe that won an award. I want to check that out. Mm 
Um, Final Fantasy or sixteen, um, you know, should be in the game of the year running instead of Resident Evil. But we won't get into that. Um, there's a lot of people that are you know talking about it. But people have heard of Final Fantasy. Most likely, if Final Fantasy wins an award for some of the ones that it's nominated for, it, it might generate some more people to play it. But if you were interested in Final Fantasy, you were going to check it out anyway. Anyway, that's right. You, yeah, it, it's not gonna. You know, I know you're not a Final Fantasy person. You know, you, you're you're not you haven't dug deep into the games. Most likely, even if Final Fantasy wins, I forget how many they're nominated for. I think like four or five or something like that. Even if it wins all of its categories, yeah, maybe you'll go. Hey, you know, what? maybe I'll watch some videos on that or something. But hmm. most likely, I don't want to speak for you or anyone else, but. Most likely, a game like that isn't. You're not going to be drawn in because it won awards. Right. There yeah, are going, yeah. you know, there are going to be people that are interested. You know, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of people, content creators or, or just, um, you know, regular gamers out there that go. You know what? I'm going to play every game that's won an award. That that's a that's a neat little kind of. Um, uh, I can't think of the right word. Um, a neat little like challenge, maybe to yourself. So yeah, maybe maybe you maybe you set a challenge that hey, every I'm going to pick this award, show whatever it is, whether it's you know the Steam Awards, game uh, the Game Awards, whatever it is, and I'm going to play every game that won an award from that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that might get you to play some new games, but yeah, I don't see it necessarily generating. Oh, if. Uh, if if Alan Wake two wins Game of the Year, we're gonna see a big fluctuate. No, yeah, you're you're going to see more people buy it, but I don't think it's going to just skyrocket to the top. Yeah, um, it might. You know, it's possible. It might generate that buzz. It might generate that excitement for a lot of people because you know you can never tell when something is or is not going to go viral. That's not how it works. <laughs> you know, marketers would love that if that was possible. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it, it just, it's nice, going back to my main point, um, it, it's nice for those little indie developers. Like uh, Sea of Stars, that's a little indie RPG that came out this year that, you know, maybe not a lot of people have heard about. Um, but it being nominated even alone is going to get more people to go, hey, maybe I'll go check that out. If it wins something, if it wins best indie game, yeah, there might be a lot more people that go, oh, I love turn-based RPGs. Let me give that one a shot. Let me check that out. And that's nice for them. You know, it's not, you know, all of the games nominated for Game of the Year, they're not little tiny developers that nobody's heard of. They're not little tiny games that nobody's heard of. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's good if for nothing else, for those indie developers, for those smaller companies that may not have the easiest time getting the word out there about their games in the massively overfilled ocean of, you know, the modern gaming scene. Yeah. I mean, I'm at, I'm at this point where it's like, I, I'm, like I mentioned, I'm done with the awards and stuff. Like, i rather watch, like, like today, I didn't announce this earlier, but I'm doing it now. Today, earlier today, was uh, Indie World announcements of, mm. and it's like that's basically. And, and I was still kicking myself not watching it before this, before the stream today. Uh, now I'm dating the podcast, and so, <laughs> but 
Uh, you mean you mean that thing that happened three weeks ago? Three months ago, Scouter, that you're just producing this podcast now? Yes, I, I, I have believe a life. you didn't watch that yet, uh, man. I thought especially, you were the indie guy. Yeah, I am. But, man, I'm <laughs> kicking myself because I, I wanted to watch it. And then, like, they posted on YouTube, uh, like, the whole thing. And I'm like, well, you know. Okay. But I'm like, there's no way I could watch this before the podcast today. But... Uh, I, f- I forgot that was today. I remember seeing yeah. it. For some reason, I was thinking it was tomorrow. But Yeah. Um, so, like, I'd rather watch that. Like, watch... Like, that's my game day. Like, game announcement. Like, e- E3, basically, for me. Because it's like, yes, I want to see the indie games. Yes, please. Thank you. Um, and Wholesome Games uh, is another one. I'm not sure. If, I think Zach fierce kind of mentioned in our podcast but uh the wholesome game award like wholesome wholesome games uh also is another one that they do their another uh they do announcements on they do their own yearly uh wholesomegames.com they do their yearly here's the, the indie games that come like those two alone i'm good i don't need anything else and yes, I'll watch E3 and stuff like that, but I'm not. I'm not going into there going like guns a blazing. Like I'm ready to to pick up another game today. I rather go through Indie World and Wholesome Games uh, announcements um, to to for me, and because I I I love indie, so you know, take that with whatever you whatever you have in terms of you know whatever you like. You know, whether for you, you know, Beskar Snake makes sense for you to to watch E3 because you play PlayStation games probably more than Steam games. So, like, that makes more sense to you versus, like, somebody like me who I will watch it, but, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, Battlefield 65 million, let's go. Like, uh, wait, wait, you've seen the trailer for Battlefield 65 million? Yeah. Oh, my God. I got early access. So, uh, speaking of indie, really quick, a yeah. fun little game that I, I picked up in a bundle uh, that I played on game day and beat. Uh, it's not a very long game, but it's 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 fun. Uh, it's called Luckily My Arm Is a Shotgun. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and it's uh, it's developed by Antonio Frier. Frier. I'm not sure how to pronounce. I apologize for most likely butchering your name. Um, I love your game. It's awesome. Uh, but Merlino Games is the publisher for it. And uh, if you go check them out on Steam, they have some other... They have a, just a couple other uh, sort of indie fun games. Uh, one of them, the main one that I got, the bundle that I got, or that I bought, uh, that included Luckily My Arm is a Shotgun, is a game called No Sun to Worship. Uh, very much an homage to Metal Gear, Siphon Filter those kind of games where you're stealthing, you're trying to, uh, you know, hold people up, you're trying, you know, you can shoot out lights, I think. Um, I tried to play it on game day, but something with my setup, for some reason the game was too dark, um, and I wasn't, you couldn't see it on stream, Hmm. so I do want to get that figured out and check it out. But yeah, just a a fun little indie developer. They have some other games that I got in that bundle. Um, The Chameleon, uh, which is another sort of stealth superpower kind of game uh, it comes in waves another another small game i haven't checked those out but i'm really interested because 
hey, I loved, luckily my arm is a shotgun. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's fun to go down those little rabbit holes. Um, you know, like we've talked before, you know, Scouter is very much more the indie gamer of the two of us, and I'm much more the kind of AAA um, gamer of the two of us. But I'll play anything just about. Um, and sometimes it's fun to find those little indie developers and then sort of go down the rabbit hole of the games they've created. Um, and, and that just makes it that much more fun to sort of dig into that. Like, I probably never would have heard of or especially bought Luckily My Arm as a Shotgun if it wasn't included in that bundle for another game I wanted. And now, hey, I'm interested to see potentially what this developer is going to do and what else they're going to make. And I can't wait to, you know, kind of keep an eye on them and just be able to play more of their games when they come out. So it, it, it's it's fun for the indie scene in that. Yeah. You know you, you know what Ubisoft makes. You know what Treyarch makes. You know what Activision <laughs> makes. You know what Square Enix makes. But yeah, to find those little kind of no-name sort of developers and stuff and just see what they have to offer and you might come across something amazing. Yeah, yeah. Right. We've mentioned we've mentioned it before, but there's a little game. Uh, I don't think we've ever talked about it before. But don't starve. You know, I never heard of it. <laughs> you know, I, I know I've mentioned it before, but I got that for free. Fell in love with it, and it's still a really fun game. Such um, a good and game. I, and I probably never would have picked that up or checked it out if I hadn't gotten it for free. To be honest, it probably would have just gotten lost in the shuffle. Mm. Um, but hey, yeah, hey, you know. I, it remind yeah, yeah when I was watching that game uh, my arms of shotgun it reminded me of DLC quests uh, which is it pokes fun of uh, it's a 2D like platformer thing and it's it's a trying to be punny with uh, making fun of DLCs and how money grabbing they are and it's a brilliant quick game or well brilliant and it's like you get you can't jump you gotta spend ten dollars on this uh and stuff like that so it kind of reminded me when you were playing it of that game i definitely recommend dlc quest because you get a kick out of it and you're like you could buy horse armor and stuff like because of course that's another like dlc you know joke pun uh i'm 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 I, I love those like type of silly games that you were playing like those types of just <laughs> silly not taking themselves seriously and just like and and like kind of zach fierce's games like so that, that, that's what i yeah. strive for like who in the world would think of skatefish um, Dude, just, I, <laughs> just, I, I keep checking his website and his account because i cannot wait for that game. i should need be to play that game now yeah I, sure I, I know that it's just, just promoting you know our podcast oh we're doing it i don't care shameless self-plug i don't even care go watch that that podcast because he showcased some of that game I, I he already had me sold on your skateboarding to catch fish yeah like i'm already interested and then to see him play it in the podcast it was just that was so much fun and so so interesting so yeah I, i've been keeping an eye on on that waiting waiting for the day that i can start downloading that and then I already told Zach hasn't sent me that letter yet to excuse me from my boss. Yeah, from way from to go. Firing me from so I'm gonna have to. We uh we got we got you fired today. Or I'm he gonna got have you to, fired. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to have a talk with him to get that letter from him so I can be excused from doing work because I'm only going to be catching fish all day long. Catching fish. <laughs> um, no, it's great. Like, And that's why I kind of love the Stanley Parable so much. It's just those silly, bonker games that just like, why would anyone play this? But it becomes very, very good. And one little thing um i haven't played a whole lot of it but uh honky honkai star rail or mm-hmm. however you pronounce it i've i've played a little bit of that and it's actually a pretty decent game for being you know one of the gotcha games yeah um but i remember there was a little bit in there where i was exploring like in a city or something and there was a trash can so there's like little like glints for things that you can interact with and there's a trash can and you interact with it, and it goes... I don't remember everything verbatim, but it was like, why would you look in here? Right. What's going to be in here? You interact again, and it's like, you're still looking in here? It's a trash can. There's nothing in here. You interact with it again, and it just goes on for like four for or five it. or six interactions. And I'm like, those those little jokes. Then you should you love know. the Stanley Parable Beskar Snake. <laughs> uh, See, I, I played it. I beat it. One of the... One of, one of the paths I haven't beaten it every every which way mm-hmm. um, I've, I've beaten it a couple times but um, uh, I may have liked it more if somebody hadn't you know incessantly talked about it for now just kidding. yeah <laughs> well is it like I, I keep saying this too like even to well even recently I'll say I wouldn't I haven't played it for a bit but even playing it now I'm still finding and discovering things from the Stanley Parable and that was 20 th- literally 10 years ago uh wow holy crap I'm old uh a little, little bit <laughs> so uh man oh no yeah I think they posted today and I said that to uh Can Sandwich who I've found through actually the uh, he's one of my friends I found through Blake Robinson, who's a, who's a, who does the music for it, and he did live streams, and I met uh, Can Sandwich through that, and I said, man, it made me feel old today when they announced uh, uh, Stanley Parable was 10 years old. I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, <laughs> where has the time gone? Um, it makes me and uh, Can Sandwich, uh, you know, old, feel old, and uh, anyways, um it's it's just yeah, I I love indie more indie games more more, uh cool, yeah that's good I'm 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 feeling up for it, uh literally uh you know we're at the end of the year so next month we're gonna be uh wrapping up uh like our goals again and seeing uh what game of the year is this year I think I think I know what mine is um I'm not gonna spoil anything but. Um, Oh, yeah. shoot. I just... <laughs> <laughs> you got it. How did you guess? Um, no. You can't say now. Come on. You gotta get people to listen to our podcast. Uh, I think this is... Uh, apologize. I'm not sure. Hopefully I do it in edit. But apologize in advance for any errors today. It's a little weird today. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Uh, but uh, apologize about that. I'm not sure what's going on today. The internet. But... Uh, I appreciate uh, Beskar Snake. Thank you so much for stopping on by again, as usual. Um, check out Beskar Snake. He streams on uh, YouTube, uh, not YouTube, Twitch, and uh, he's on tw- he's on um, 
is on Twitter. Um, well, not X, but no, we're just calling it Twitter. Twitter. We're calling it Twitter. I don't care. Uh, it's he's on Twitter. Best car snake. Um, smoking ace. Best car snake. Call him whatever. He's there. Uh, all the links are in the description. So if you don't remember, you'll see it right below. I'd appreciate you giving him a follow because he is here once a month when he could play Metal Gear Solid until his brain pops out. But here he is taking an hour to um out of his time talk to play about with. metal gear talk about metal gear yeah <laughs> uh so please uh give him uh check him out and uh i'm scatter stone five you could check out this podcast on spotify uh youtube um only on youtube and scatter stone five uh on on spotify just search up robot attack it'll pop up um yeah i don't I just want to make, yeah, we're pretty much in good in time, right? I lost track of the time, so <laughs> I assume I, I we do, streamed for an hour. I, I do have I have one quick Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 it's just um, a, a serious note and, and a massive heartfelt thank you to, one, everybody who just listens to yes. the podcast, um, but also anybody who has maybe found my stream or extra life or anything through this podcast when whether we've talked about it or something like that um the morning of game day actually uh because of incredible people including scouter 715 here um passed over the ten thousand dollar oh yes raise yes um, so I totally forgot a, a a huge thank you to everybody congratulations it's there's nothing to congratulate it's it's i was gonna play games anyway like we've talked about with with extra life um so that means you gotta do a chip challenge i didn't you didn't for you forgot i didn't forget no no, i didn't i (laughs) I just i just i knew that i i I just wanted to say thank you and and then we i know i know anyways no that's amazing that's crazy (laughs) that you're is a kind of money it's so I, it's, it, like I said, it, it's a huge thanks to everybody who's who's supported all of Extra Life. Oh man, can I make a plug? I mean, I do what I want. It's my podcast. So I <laughs> to to attest on that, uh, I didn't. We didn't talk about this at all. But I am now a pod creator for whales and dolphins. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited to be a part of that team. Um, uh, they, they are a UK based, uh, fundraiser, but however, they do have North America. Obviously there's whales in North America that needs, uh, assistance. So, uh, man, I already could tell like the community is amazing. Um, uh we stream I mean unbounded streamed uh sims actually and we uh you could buy an animal and um and name it after whatever you want and we had to take care of it and it got ridiculous we had to even uh hire a uh, a hand uh like a uh a farm hand and even that was just overwhelming of how many animals because people were stupidly generous and we we passed our goal for the weekend of a hundred fifty dollars, which I was yeah. blown away. But uh, I'm awesome. so excited to be a part of that. And uh, ne- literally next month in December, I'll be raising money for Jingle Jam, which if you are mm-hmm. not aware, uh, it's uh, basically two 
I'm actually wearing Yogg's cast. Uh, it's, it was created by the Yogg's cast. Um, you could actually donate to get games, but however, the downside is you would have to donate in UK currency or pounds, So, but it's just the downside. But if your credit card allows it, I'd appreciate you being... Sorry to promote, but I'm doing it anyways, because it means a lot to me. And um, so December 1st to the 14th, I'll be just focusing on that. And um, Heck yeah. I'm just excited just to be a part of this community. Like, oh, when I was getting that, they when we streamed for The Sims on that weekend, they're they're in the UK, so their time is like roughly seven eight hours ahead of us. So um, we streamed around twelve. So I think they had a convention like that week of or whatever, and they still stopped on by for like five ten minutes, and I'm like. Dude, that is good enough. Like, I, that is, like, you guys are amazing. Like, that's ridiculous that you spent, like, it would be 7 p.m. for them, but I know that doesn't, it's not late, but, like, um, like I said, they were at a convention. They didn't even have to come to watch us, and they came by and, like, interacted. Uh, It was just a great, I, I don't regret this option, and I'm so excited to be a part of this. So <laughs> that's that's really cool. Um, so check check out whales and dolphins. Uh, you could still uh, probably fundraise for Jingle Jam if you're listening to this. Um, they do have all the, all their charities. So if whales and dolphins aren't your thing, it's all their charities that they do. But um, yeah, I'm full. I'm full. I already know one person who, uh, Geek Tech, who actually, he was my, one of my earliest Extra Life followers, and, uh, we've been talking since, so, like, it's, it's cool to connect with him again, be like, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, and, and to communicate to somebody who's also in North America, but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm so excited, I already got a t-shirt, you, I see it, if you haven't seen it in post, it's on post, and so... Anyways, this podcast is going too long. Check out Beskar Snake. Check me out. We're, we do great stuff, and I appreciate us fo- you following us because we do uh, fundraising. That's the most important. We don't care about our followers. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm going to speak to Beskar. We don't care about followers and stuff. We just care about our causes and what we fundraise for. So if anything... You might want to word that a little bit. We do care about our followers. Yeah, we do. But, but numbers. But, but, but in terms of... <laughs> We, in terms of uh, <laughs> yes, please follow us because in terms of uh, our do- like fundraising aspect, I'd rather you donate to or be a part of our teams uh, to fundraise because it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun oh, to yeah. do. And Definitely. for most importantly, subscribe to our podcast. Most importantly, <laughs> no, follow us on podcasts. That's free. That's free. Yes, yeah, can't do any of that. <laughs> follow us, donate, fundraise, uh, tell a friend. That's it. Anyways. Enough plugging. Thanks so much, Beskar, for joining me again. And uh, I'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.